Welcome to the New Money Habits Podcast, where we talk about how to create a better plan for your money so you don't have to live paycheck to paycheck. Here are your hosts, Sarah Jones and Nino Villa. With that being said, I wanted to take um, a hard right turn into one Mm -hmm. other area that I think is important to be discussing early on or whenever you decide that you're going to finally have financial conversations. You know, we talked about asking what kind of life do you want to live is an important one. Asking, is it yours, mine, or is it ours? There's this one other area that I wanted to talk about, um, and that's debt and getting on the same page about how you mm. feel about debt, what, what, um, how you plan on using it, um, you know, for young couples who are thinking about getting married, um, like kind of exposing, opening the door to like, so this is, this is the debt that I have. And, and at least kind of then making a plan for, are we people who are going to carry debts? And if we're going to carry debt, what kind of debt are we going to carry? Are we people who are like, nope, we want to eliminate debt as fast as possible. And so what is our plan for doing that? Um, I think having a conversation around debt and how you feel about it and if you're going to be somebody who uses it or not is another important uh, piece to this financial conversation Mm. that couples are having. Yes, 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 yes. (laughs) I am also chuckling with this because it was probably about six months ago. James, six months ago, right? Like that, that time frame is important. You've been married 18 or together 18. We've been 18 years, right? Been together for 18 years. And about six months ago, he said, Sarah, he said, I didn't even know I had debt when I met you. And I thought that was an interesting point. And I laughed because I'm like, what are you talking about? You had a truck, you had a motorcycle, you had a couple of credit cards, you had a personal, like you had debt, buddy. He didn't see it as debt. He saw it as hey, I work hard for my money and these are the things that I like, right? Mm. It didn't feel like debt to him. And whereas me, I'm like, well, heck, I had a mortgage and a, you know, a, a car and that was more than my little mind could handle. You know, that debt for me was like a no-no. And, and so it's interesting that we just had this kind of conversation six months ago Now we've been debt free and we are on the same page and he understands the life that this has allowed us to have by being debt free now. But in the beginning, Nino, I was just like, no, we are getting rid of this debt. I don't want these payments, but he didn't see it as debt. And so I I find that that's very interesting. And that's why what you just said, how important these conversations are, because we view all of this very, very differently. Mortgage is different is a different type of debt than a student loan is. And that's a different type of debt than a credit card or a store card or a vehicle. They're all different types. And we all feel very differently about all of these types. And so having the conversation on how do you, how does debt make you feel? Do you carry it? Do you use credit cards? Is a car loan okay, but a credit card isn't? You know, these are types of conversations that are very, very valuable in your financial health. Yeah, you just made a really interesting point that I want to double down on. And that is because different types of debt are different, we can feel differently about them. I think they're almost to a person, you could say, if you if you told somebody you've racked up $50,000 in credit card debt, 
I think everybody would kind of cringe for a second, like, ooh, ooh, credit card debt, high interest. You bunch of, you bought a bunch of stuff that you obviously couldn't afford. And, and there's just like this feeling about like, ooh, $50,000 worth of credit card debt. Ooh, like I feel for you. Like, oh, I, you know, I feel so bad. If you told somebody that you had $50,000 in student loans, they'd still probably be like, ooh, but they'd be like, well, at least you got a degree and now mm -hmm. you have probably better earning power than you did before. And so, you know, maybe that was more of an investment and in, in, in like shirts, debt, and you have to pay it back, but at least you invested in yourself and that, that kind of maybe moved the needle for you on your income. So like, oh, you know, I kind of feel bad for you, but like, at least you did something good. Somebody tells you, you know, they have a $50,000 car loan, like, oh man, you, you must be driving the car you finally want to drive. Like you, you got that Audi or that BMW or whatever, right? Like, like, okay, like it, uh, it whatever. And if you told somebody that you only owed $50,000 left on your mortgage, they'd be like, wow, that's awesome. You're like right there. So there's a, there's a spectrum of feeling we can have mm -hmm. about the same number, the same amount of debt, depending on the type of debt it is. And so being having conversations about, are we going to be people who carry debt? And if so, what kind of debt are we carrying? You know, like, you're probably okay with carrying the mortgage because let's face it, how many people have $400,000 just laying around to buy an entry level home in the Phoenix market? <laughs> they don't. So, right. okay, you're going to carry a mortgage. But are you going to also carry a car note? And, you know, are you going to take out student loans or are you going to find other ways to maybe finance education? You know, are you somebody who is going to like turn to credit cards? We, you and I've had the conversation in the past. Like I have a credit card, I use a credit card, but I also pay mine off every single month. And so like even some of my bills are automatically hit the credit card and then I just pay the credit card. What I don't do is I don't go start buying a bunch of stuff that I can't afford and swiping mm -hmm. the credit card in order to consume it now. It's like, no, no, no. Like, I'm not going to do that. So having that mm -hmm. conversation, determining how you're going to use credit, if you're going to use credit, just so important as early as possible. It is. And you know what I found, Nino, is that my husband, he had all those credit cards and the personal loan because what he wanted, he didn't have the money and he didn't want to wait to save up for it. And so it was like, I want it now. And this is the way that I can facilitate that. Right. Yeah. And me, from my background, it was like, hey, I'd rather save up for it so I can pay cash for it because I don't want to... Um, just the payments, you know, for mm -hmm. me, it's making monthly payments on stuff. I, uh, even to this day, I'd rather just pay for it and be done. I don't want to have a monthly payment on anything. If, if I could pay my utilities a year in advance, I would do it. <laughs> um, because it's just, you know, it's, and, and, and that's okay. But again, knowing where he was coming from versus where I was coming from, this could have been a very helpful conversation in the beginning. Right. Um, and, and then how do we navigate that, right? What what are some things that, okay, you know, maybe we can save up, right? Um, I like to, I always told him, you know, one, one of the big things was I wanted to take the kids on a yearly vacation because it's something that I didn't get as a kid. And mm -hmm. I, I, that was important, not necessarily the travel like he wanted to do, but just, you know, a, a yearly vacation with the kids. And so what did I need to do to make that happen? 
right? Saving up the money each month, you know, putting a little bit aside. So I knew when we, um, when I had the money, then we could take the vacation, right? Having these types of conversations allows you to navigate these decisions in these places that you find yourself in a lot easier. Um, and it allowed him to say, you know what? Yeah, I don't want to put it on a credit card. You're yeah, I actually agree with you. Let's save up a little bit. That's going to make me help me feel a little bit better about it too. Right. And so you're compromising, you're coming together, you're, you know, okay, how do we get out of this? How do we transition to something different? And you're not able to do that effectively unless you're communicating what it is that that your goals are, right? What, and and compromising saying, you know what? Yeah, that's maybe not as important. So let's, Let's do it your way or let's, you know, move into something that feels better for both of us. Um. Yep. It is amazing how um, these simple conversations can can lead to like kind of big breakthroughs or just big aha moments or, uh, you know, sometimes it's just about perspective, right? Like maybe I didn't mm-hmm. see it from that perspective before. Now that I see it from that perspective, my mind has changed or vice versa. Um, but I think, I think, Foundationally, we've given our listeners at least three solid places to start when having these financial conversations. And that is what life do you want to live and talk about goals and ideal state and what you want that to look like. Talk about is it your money and my money or is it our money? And then talk about debt and are you somebody who's going to use debt? And if you're going to use debt, how are you going to use it? You know, there is a there is a such thing as using credit wisely. Um, I think I can speak for both Sarah and I when I say the best laid plan is to be debt free. And while you're on that journey, there's definitely ways that you can um, make intelligent, wise credit decisions to help you achieve a debt free lifestyle. Um, mm-hmm. But what a great conversation! I'm glad we always pull back the curtain on the taboo and we just, we just go for it. I love it as well. And I think it's great, you know, just to have, I like just the openness of it, right. That, that we each have our own perspectives and we agree on a lot of things and we might not agree on some others and it's all okay. Right. If nothing else, I just want our listeners to say, Hey, you know what? The way I feel is a little bit differently and it's okay, but thank you for having the conversation, right? It, it, to mm-hmm. your point, a different perspective. And, and um, maybe it allows us to look at our partners a little bit differently, right? So maybe this conversation just will allow you to look at your partner a little bit differently and, and have a different type of conversation that, that you've had in the past and um, just another solid conversation with you. So thank you. Yep. Always a pleasure. Uh, If our listeners are looking to have a conversation with one of us or any of the other New Money Habit coaches, go to the show notes, schedule some time with Sarah or with myself. And, you know, if you're looking for that accountability partner, you're just looking to bounce ideas off, whatever it is, right? Like get an outside objective perspective on your financial situation. We can help you create a plan that is custom to you and your goals and what you're looking to achieve. And the best thing about a plan that's actually customized to you is you'll go out and execute it. So visit the show notes, schedule some time with us. Um, But in the meantime, we are going to get out of here and continue this conversation next time. 
Thank you for listening to the New Money Habits Podcast, brought to you by New Money Habits and Keeping Up with the Joneses Financial Coaching. Submit your questions to our hosts by emailing podcast at newmoneyhabits.com. Be sure to subscribe to be notified of future episodes. Join our growing group of like-minded people on Facebook and follow us on your favorite platform. Music provided by Summer School.